Ah, the age-old question. After the whole bedtime routine, and if you're like us, toddler who whips out every bedtime delay tactic in the book, you've got a house to pick up and maybe some chores to do, and you want to unwind mentally and just decompress. Because of all that, you're used to going to bed late, and then you have a hard time waking up early, even though you want to. So how can a mom get to bed earlier? I'm answering that today. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Starting Point School students get some Q&A time on our accountability calls, and one Starting Point School student had the starting point of going to bed. But she currently didn't, like at the time, she didn't have a consistent bedtime because it was kind of sporadic. It was usually on the later end. So this was her question. She said, would you recommend starting out just getting into bed at my goal time? I typically go to bed anywhere between 1045 and 1130 p.m., sometimes earlier or later, depending on if it's a weekday or a weekend. I would like to fall asleep around 10 p.m. So any recommendations for starting? And she did mention that I have a sleep podcast um, that could be helpful as well, like an episode. Uh, So I will tell you that I linked that for you below if you want to go listen to that one next. But let's talk about what you can do with when, just how to get to bed earlier, especially if you're used to the later end, but you want to start getting to sleep earlier in the night. So the simple answer to this is very similar to waking up earlier. And that's simply baby stepping back your bedtime, like you would your wake up time. It's hard to get your body to go from used to falling asleep at 11 PM to falling asleep by 9 PM in one day, because biologically your body and your brain are used to starting to that shutdown process later in the night. And so baby stepping it back in 15 to 20 minute increments, a few days at a time is the ideal way to go from that late, late bedtime that you're just like, I need to stop that for myself all the way back to what would be ideal for you. Um, you also want to take note how your body is feeling. So this is something that recently, um, I've learned and was instrumental in me falling asleep earlier. Cause I'm the kind of person who like, I'll stay up to be productive, which I, that is a weak point of mine that I am trying to work through right now. <laughs> Vulnerability at its finest. Right. But 
Um, you want to take note of how your body's feeling because pushing through that first feeling of tiredness at night after the bed, after the bed goes down, after the sun goes down, um, is when you want to start getting ready for bed. Ideally. Um, so think about when toddlers do this, (laughs) think about their response when they, you know, you know how like after dinner, they call it the witching hour. There's that time when they get really tired but it's a little too early for bed, possibly. So you keep them up and then they act crazy. Like they just start to lose it and they go nuts and bounce off the walls. Maybe it's just us. But when they get past that first feeling of tiredness, they kind of get wired and it takes a little bit, a little bit while longer for them to get tired again. We do that as adults too. And it often causes us to stay up too late right? Our kids get overtired when they push past that first feeling of tiredness and don't start to unwind. Maybe we put the TV on, we put the TV on. So I'm not saying I'm, I am not trying to call anyone out because we do that. (laughs) We should probably not. But when our kids show that those first signs of tired, what we should do is start turning off the screens, turning off the overhead lights, getting them in pajamas, prepping them for bed instead of allowing them to stay stimulated and excited and pushing past that feeling of tiredness and starting to act crazy. Right? So Um, What we do as adults is the same thing. We push past that first feeling of tired. Maybe we eat some food. Maybe we turn on the TV and start Netflix Netflix binging. Maybe we start scrolling our phone and then we stay up too late. Um, Or we start being super ultra productive when really our body is trying to say, hey, slow down so you can shut down. Go get in bed at that first wave of tiredness after the sun goes down. Biologically, that's the best thing we can do for ourselves. Maybe not super realistic, but it is one of the better things you can start doing in response to how your body is telling you you're feeling, right? When you start feeling that tiredness after the sun goes down, like that first time you you feel that indication, start getting ready for bed, put some pajamas on, go sit down and read a book instead of, you know, having on all the lights and scrolling your phone. Okay. It's another thing you can do to start getting to bed earlier and helping that biological clock shift earlier in the night for you. And then some tough love to change your mindset because we're here for that, right? (laughs) Um, and I know how I started this podcast episode off was telling you, um, maybe relating to you on what your nighttime does look like and why you are up silly, because I have been in that boat. There are nights I'm in that boat when I'm like, man, my kids fought bedtime till eight o'clock tonight. And by the time I can, you know, go pee after putting them to bed, put all the dishes in the dishwasher and wipe up the counter, it's eight 30. And all I want to do is put on the TV and decompress for like two hours but I'm not trying to go to bed at 1030. That doesn't work for me. That's too late for me. I need to be in bed by like 930. Ideally doesn't happen every night, but that is what's ideal for me. And, um, man, I just need some tough love for you because that is a story of so many moms. We have so much to do after the kids go to bed that we just choose not to do or can't do when they're up because they need us. And we want to pour into our kids and be present with them. So we just might not get all the things done when they're awake and that's fine. Right? Whatever. That's, that's life. And we want to get it done after they go to bed. So some tough love for you is that you don't have to do it all. Be okay with letting tasks slide to the next day instead of trying to get it all done. I personally love going to sleep with an empty sink dishes in the dishwasher. Maybe the dishwasher's running. I run the dishwasher like twice a day. Y'all, um, yeah, (laughs) it's not like a load it and do it at night. It happens more than once a day for sure. Um, (laughs) but be okay with letting tasks slide to the next day. Even if that means these are things you usually do every single night, there are nights I do not empty the sink. 
there are nights I'm like, you know what? I just need to go to bed. You know what? I can redo that load that's in the wash because I'm not trying to stay up till 11 PM till it's done washing. I just started it too late. Whoops. I'll wash it again tomorrow. Like there are times we have to be okay with letting go. This is not leeway to be lazy. I'm not giving you that room to be lazy about things and not get stuff done, but this is permission to be imperfect. This is permission to say, this is usually my standard, but I'm going to let go of that standard for right now and just pick that standard back up tomorrow. And that's okay to do that. It's okay because sleep is actually really important. It is one of the pillars of weight loss. It's a major pillar of health that we undervalue. And yes, there are seasons as moms when we really can't do much about our sleep. But when you do have this ability and the choice to go to bed earlier, it is a choice. Like your, your life is not in control of you. You are in control of the choices you make in your life. And so you need to determine, is this the kind of night where I just need to go to bed? If waking up earlier is something that you do want to prioritize, like I said, I I linked that episode for you in the description. Um, But my favorite way to battle that perfectionist mindset that can creep up on us is in the consistency challenge, because even if you are not perfect during the month of March, when we do our next consistency challenge, you will get the opportunity to pick it back up the next day and finish strong, because that's what consistency is actually about. That's what being imperfect and giving yourself grace is actually about giving yourself grace is not saying I'm settling for where I'm at and I'm not going to try to change. Giving yourself grace means, whoops, I messed up. I recognize the fact that I'm imperfect, but I'm going to uphold my standard tomorrow. That's what grace is. That's what grace is giving yourself grace in your journey looks like. So head to the tough of mom consistency challenge.com. So you don't miss out on the next one. Cause it's literally right around the corner. It's going to be alongside a bunch of moms that are being consistent and disciplined and intentional in their journeys. And it will build a foundation for you of consistency. It will build a new habit in your journey. And what I'm most excited for you is it will help you break that need for perfection because you cannot be perfect. I'm just going to let you know now. I learned that pretty quick in my course of being a mom and it is one of the best lessons you can learn. And so I, I just, I know there will be moms that do this consistency challenge that like that light bulb starts to go off of, Oh wow. Like I can be imperfect with this, but I can still be consistent and I can't wait for that to happen for you. So head to the tough love mom consistency challenge.com. So you can get in on that. And until next time, mama get after it before you go. Thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.